Hey guys, what's up? It is Alicia here from The Stronger Way. Thanks so much for tuning in and hanging out today. Today we are going to be talking about kind of this holiday thinking when it comes to food. So I have been sharing with you this month um, some different things that I see really frequently with my clients, um, but also, you know, some different things that I have for sure dealt with when it comes to food and specifically around the holidays. So have you ever found yourself really needing a break from your life or your lifestyle? You may not really think that you have, or, you know, maybe there isn't like a specific thing that pops up into your mind, but here is where it commonly shows up. It's oftentimes on the weekends when we go on vacation or around the holidays, right? So this is this, it's this feeling or it's this idea that, you know, we're, we're on vacation or it's the holidays. So I'm just going to let loose. I'm just going to, um, you know, eat, eat all these things or drink all this stuff, or, you know, I'm just going to not like work out or, you know, do anything like that. So it's kind of sneaky and that it seems like, you know, yeah, we're just like letting loose. We're kind of giving ourselves a break. Um, we deserve it. Right. But that is ironically, it's this, this idea, or it's really kind of driven by this idea that I need a break from my life. I need a break from my lifestyle. And so if that is you, if you find yourself, you know, on the weekends kind of with like, oh, I'm having a cheat day or a cheat meal or something like that, just really kind of question the motives there and really like get honest with yourself about, is this you having a lifestyle that doesn't actually feel like a lifestyle? It doesn't feel sustainable. It doesn't feel easy. It feels like it still is hard work and it's something for you to maintain. And if that is where you find yourself, I want to let you know that it's okay nothing's gone wrong here and we can figure this out. We can do this a little bit better so that your lifestyle actually fits into the rest of your life. It feels easy and it's not something that you're going to find yourself needing a break from. Most frequently, I would say this for sure happens on the weekends, right? Or, um, you know, Friday night or happy hour or something like that. And so it's, it really is kind of this, um, or just like the, what the heck eating, right? Like I'm just going to eat whatever is available, whatever's here, because I know like tomorrow or when we get back from vacation or something like that, I'm going to be quote unquote back on the wagon or getting back on track. You might feel like you've been so good and you deserve that treat or you deserve to eat whatever you want without giving a second thought to it. But here's what I want to offer to you is that you don't ever have to actually earn your food. And there is no such thing as being good or being bad when it comes to food, period. I know that that is kind of like a mind blow for a lot of people because we've been taught, um, you know, certain foods are good or certain, certain foods are bad or, you know, all of these kinds of things. But that is actually not a thing. Like no food is out there that is a good food morally and no food is out there that is a bad food morally. This kind of thinking is toxic and it really kind of keeps us stuck in the dieters mentality kind of keeps us stuck in this all or nothing, the black or white thinking, and really kind of keeps us on that loop of thinking that we need a break from our lifestyle, right? So if you find yourself kind of on this, like this roller coaster, right, where it's like you go on vacation and you feel like all of your, you know, quote, healthy habits go out the window, then I want to offer that maybe this lifestyle that you've been living isn't actually the lifestyle that's going to work for you long term, because we really shouldn't need a break from it if it is a lifestyle. Think about how you normally eat around Thanksgiving or Christmas or, you know, at holiday parties or things like that. 
Is it so much so that you're stuffed? Or do you feel like you are able to just kind of manage it and eat just what your body needs and not feel deprived, not feel restricted, but also you're not feeling that super uncomfortable stuffed feeling? What are you doing to prepare for holidays? Is it extra workouts? Is it kind of starving yourself a little bit? Um, You know, really dialing in the nutrition um, beforehand leading up to it or even afterwards, right? So again, those are all, they all seem on the surface like good things, but they're all kind of rooted in this diet mentality. And it's, it usually is because it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to blow it so big at this meal or on this vacation or something that then I have to overcompensate. I have to completely go to the other extreme and really like tie things down, restrict a lot, starve myself, um, you know, do extra workouts, those kinds of things. But I want to help you kind of navigate vacations, weekends, holidays, and every other day in between so that you really don't feel like you are needing this break from your healthy lifestyle, from your lifestyle. It really is kind of this what the heck mentality around food that is keeping you stuck in dieters mentality. So think about all of the ways that this is showing up for you. And and maybe it's not just around food. Maybe you notice this around money too, or around time where it's like, yeah, okay, I scheduled this thing in, but um, nobody else is really going to know if I don't do it. It doesn't really matter. So I'm just going to you know, I'm just going to not do this thing today because I don't really feel like it. Or, um, yeah, we didn't really budget for this, but um, this is something that I really want. And so, you know, what the heck? It doesn't really matter. I'm just going to buy it. All of those kinds of things matter. They're all these little personal agreements that at one point in time you made with yourself and now you're kind of going back and you're breaking that. So if you find that, um, you know, you're feeling restricted or you're feeling deprived, then maybe you are being a little bit too controlling or too strict. But also maybe it's just the way that you're thinking about it. So there are some different different things to kind of key into there. So whether you want to lose weight or not, this insidious thinking is for sure keeping you stuck in your life in more areas than just the food, in more areas than just the weight or Um, just the exercise or the healthy lifestyle or whatever. So you really want to look at your life as a whole. Where is this coming up for you? Where do you find yourself kind of, um, you know, just with that, like, eh, it doesn't really matter, you know, whatever, like I've been so good. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to overdo it, overindulge those kinds of things. It's not that, um, you know, eating a dessert or eating, I don't even know what it would be like. None of that stuff is bad. It's just as, again, you know, like I said, you always want to come back and check, you know, the heart, check the intention, check the thoughts and the mindset that's really driving this here. The problem that most of my clients face is that that they pick ways of eating or working out that might look super good on paper. Um, and they work maybe for somebody else, like maybe they've seen it work for somebody else. And so they're like, yeah, I'm going to try this too. But They are completely having to cut out all the foods that they enjoy eating. They go at it with a dieter's mindset, with that deprivation, that restriction. And of course, that just breeds more, right? More of that all or nothing thinking, more of the black or white thinking, the starting over on Monday, the stopping on the weekends, um, or, you know, if they're not able to do it perfectly, then they get discouraged and it's like, huh, you know, like why even keep going? So then there's that level of frustration, which ultimately leads to giving up, right? And this, 
cycle, this continuous loop and this continuous cycle erodes the trust that we have with ourselves. It, it erodes the trust that we have in the belief that we can, you know, say that we're going to do something and then follow through and actually do it. And again, this is not just with food. And I want to just kind of, you know, highlight this idea or this concept that how we do anything is how we do everything. So if you find yourself showing up like this around food, this is where, you know, kind of getting super curious and just looking at the different areas of your life and how you are showing up like this in those other areas and really like getting curious about like, why do I do this to myself? Why do I say that I'm going to do something and then not do it? Or why do I, you know, why am I so strict and so hard on myself and, you know, kind of holding myself to this super high standard, but I always am falling short. Like, it will serve you so well to just get super curious about that. And, you know, then we can kind of stop failing ahead of time, right? Not set ourselves up for failure by either being super strict or, you know, having this like attitude of like the little things don't matter. What if there was a way that you could actually create a lifestyle? I know that seems so silly, but like, a lifestyle that feels easy, that feels doable, that feels like it just kind of fits into the rest of your life, a way of eating and moving your body that feels just supernatural. It feels like a choice that you're making. It feels like it fits into the rest of your life. So you're not like having to eat something completely different than the rest of your family. This was where I was two years ago in my kitchen. Had this crazy realization that I had been dieting for several years and just calling it a healthy lifestyle. But the reality is, is that when I look back at that lifestyle, it felt hard. It felt heavy. It, it really became a burden. And I often found myself kind of needing a break. So it was like, I could be, you know, quote unquote, good for a few weeks. And then I would just kind of like, I don't want to say fall off the wagon, but then it was like, it was so much stress and so much hard work to maintain this supposed lifestyle that I oftentimes found myself really needing a break. So that would happen, um, you know, with like a cheat meal or a cheat day or even just a few days of just like, ah, oh, what the heck, it doesn't really matter. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to just eat all of this stuff and then I'll get back on, you know, like I'll start over. And I just realized like that's not actually a lifestyle, right? Like a lifestyle is something that really is seamless. It feels easy. It feels natural. It feels doable. And it just really kind of blends into the rest of your life. So if it's something that feels hard, it feels heavy, and it feels like you need a break from, then it might not be the lifestyle for you. So how do you go about really figuring this out for yourself? One, you're for sure going to have to take a look at your life as a whole. So what does your schedule look like? What do you value most when it comes to your health? to food, to exercise, to your body, to your life? How much time are you actually willing to commit to this area of your life right now, but on a consistent basis? So that's another thing, right? It's like, sometimes we can look at what other people are doing and, you know, maybe it's working or maybe it appears to be working for them, but we have no idea what the rest of their life looks like, or we have no idea, you know, how much time they are willing to commit to exercise or to meal prep or to food or to something like that. And so we can take somebody else's plan. We can take what seems to be working for somebody else. And we try to kind of like slap it on our lives without really considering what the rest of their life looks like. So really, you know, get honest with yourself of like, 
How much time are you willing to commit to this on a consistent basis? Find out what you like. So what kind of food do you like? What kind of exercise do you like? You know, this is another mistake that I see a lot of people making is it's like they will jump on a certain bandwagon around a certain diet and it feels like so miserable for them because they are essentially like giving up a lot of stuff that they actually like to eat. And again, you know, of course, like if that's something that you wanted to work on, let's say, let's say they're like Cheetos or something, you really enjoyed eating those, but you notice that every time you ate them, it didn't feel good in your body, right? Or you were like, yeah, like I, I like these, but I also can see where it's maybe not the best thing for me. Then that's where it's kind of looking at, okay, like if it's, if you recognize that it's something that you like to eat, but it's not really doing anything for you, then you're going to have a very different feeling about giving up that food versus if it was something that you really like to eat and it's not negatively like impacting your life or your body, then it's going to be a little bit harder and you're, you might have some different thoughts around giving those foods up. So it's just, again, it's like really checking in with yourself, really checking in with your body and what do you want long term? And is this particular lifestyle or food going to you know, take you closer or take you further away. So finding out, you know, what do you like? Um, what will you, you know, what is again going to work for that long term? What are your goals? Right. So from where you're at now and where you want to be, what's it going to take for you to get there? And are you willing to go the distance for those things? Right. Because a lot of times, like the goals that we set for ourselves they either look good on paper or it's a goal that we think that we should have. So we set the goal for ourselves. But then when it comes down to it, like the things, the way that we're going to have to change and the way that we're going to have to grow and the way that we're going to have to transform in that process is it can be scary, right? It can, and it can be hard. And so you have to kind of ask yourself, like, are you willing to go the distance? Are you willing to, you know, give up some of the things that maybe bring pleasure or like a false sense of pleasure for right now, are you willing to give those up for, you know, that vision or for those goals in the long term? And really ask yourself, like, is that goal that important to you? Decide why you are making these changes in the first place. Why is it important for you to do this? Why is it important for you to make these changes to your lifestyle or, you know, to be working on these goals and really get specific? really get honest, really get, um, you know, just down in there. And I think while on the surface, it looks good to be like, yeah, I want to be healthy or I want to get healthy. Like that's not a good enough reason. And the reason that is, is because oftentimes like what it might take for you to get healthy is harder or potentially could, you know, could feel harder than the thing that you're doing now. And so you have to be like super connected to that deep level of like, well, why do I want to be healthy? Like, what do I think that being healthy is going to give me? And then when we really can connect to that, making those little changes throughout the day or the weeks or whatever to our lifestyle, we can see those as easier, right? We can see those as, um, you know, even if it brings a little bit of discomfort in the moment, we know it's like, oh yeah, I'm so connected to this, to this goal and to the reason that I want it, that it's worth it for me to persevere. It's worth it for me to endure. It's worth it for me to make these changes, even if it's uncomfortable right now. 
list out all of these little agreements with yourself, right? So what exactly would your ideal lifestyle look like? How often would you move your body? What would that look like? How would you eat? How would you not eat? What are some of the habits that you want to change? You want to be as specific as you can. And then like here is kind of where it's going to blow your mind. So then you go to the place of, you know, a woman or the person that is living this lifestyle. How would she be showing up? What are all the things that she would and wouldn't be doing? And the more specific you, specific you can be, the more detailed of a plan you're going to have so that, you know, that kind of becomes your roadmap and your plan from getting to where you are today to where you want to be. But it really is kind of putting yourself in that perspective of like thinking about, okay, a woman who, you know, is doing this or, and the more that you can make it about yourself, like the future version of me, right? So it's like imagining yourself at that specific goal or at that specific place. What are all of the things that she would be doing? What are the things that she wouldn't be doing around food, around exercise and her lifestyle, around work? And then, you know, get as specific as you can, jot those down. And then that becomes really, like I said, your roadmap. You have to ask yourself, would she be making excuses? Would she be holding herself to unrealistic standards and expectations? Would she be trying to do it perfectly? Would she try to just maybe do a little bit better every day? Your old habits and your old ways of thinking are strong. So just be aware that those are going to be there while you're kind of forming this new, um, like this, this leveled up version or this new version of yourself is, you know, that those old habits, those old patterns of thinking will come back from time to time as you're kind of building this, these new behaviors, these new habits, these new ways of thinking. It's for sure going to take some time to change, but a little bit every day gets the job done. I swear it. And that is like such a relief is to think about that you don't have to do it all Um, You don't have, you know, it doesn't have to be this like heavy or grueling thing, but it can actually be something that is fun and that feels easy. And this for me is an area of growth, particularly around my business, around um, building my clientele and things like that is that, you know, it doesn't have to be a ton of hard work. Like it doesn't have to feel hard. It doesn't have to feel impossible. You know, in fact, like we're probably going to get there a lot faster if we're having fun doing it. So no more holiday thinking, right? So no no more of this what the heck thinking, I need a break from my lifestyle. Come up with this plan for your life that you can do year round, right? So the goal here, the, the idea here is that we want to kind of craft this particular lifestyle in a way that will really allow you to operate in this year round. So not something that you're going to find yourself needing a break from anymore, but something that really propels you toward your goals and the bigger vision that you have for your life. Become the woman who creates that life for herself today, one bite at a time, one step at a time, one rep at a time. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I know that this was packed with lots of thinking, lots of journal prompts, and you know, the homework really is for you to kind of get crystal clear on the goals that you have for yourself your current lifestyle, the lifestyle that you want to be creating. And at the end of the day, it really is about you creating a lifestyle that you don't feel like you need a break from. If you would like to learn more about how you can coach with me, I want to invite you to shoot me an email, alicia at aliciacarlson.com. 
And if you want to connect with me on social media, I will be linking all of that information down below in the show notes. So thanks again for hanging out with me, spending your time with me. Have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you again soon.